0: Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And I am so excited today because we're going to be talking about a subject that many if not most, or maybe even all, businesses should be considering as a way to reach their current clients, their, their current customers, prospective people they want to reach out to, business partners, all sorts of things. And so with that, please join me in welcoming Alyssa Marshall to our program today. Welcome, Alyssa. How are you? I am doing wonderful. Thank you so much, Deb, for the warm welcome and for having me on your show. Great. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you, and then we will jump into this. So Alyssa Marshall is the co-founder of Owlish, a software as service, which is S-A-A-S, people may have heard that, that helps non-technical creators embed awesome looking online courses into their own websites without the help of a developer. Having received her DDS in both South Korea and the United States, Alyssa practiced dentistry before becoming an entrepreneur. In 2013, she created an educational hub, providing online courses and remote training for dentists all around the world, looking to take their careers to the next level. This venture led her to retiring as a dentist at the age of 31, I love it. As a non-technical course creator, Alyssa grew frustrated with the various technical challenges of hosting a thriving online course community. The constant back and forth with developers just to make simple changes, combined with the complexity of maintaining a whole separate course website, led to her and her partner, Kevin, developing their own custom course platform, which eventually became Owlish. So again, Alyssa, welcome. Thank you. And I love how you read my bio. That's I wonderful. I get those little emphasized things. Can you tell that somewhere I have a theater background? I can <laughs> tell. Well, I always like to ask my guests how they got to where they are today, because you really have taken, yeah, because I, I should have called you doctor, um, mm-hmm. but you've taken quite the route. So tell us a little bit about how it is that you've discovered, discovered that at least for now, this mm-hmm. is your passion in life. Yes, Okay. So, well, I was in dental school and I, you know, as, as you heard, I did dental school first in Mm -hmm. South Korea, then I moved over here Mm -hmm. and I had to do dental school again here. Mm -hmm. And that process of becoming a dentist here again is very competitive, Mm -hmm. like so competitive. Mm -hmm. And so when I got my acceptance, not just Mm -hmm. to one school, I ended up going to and graduated from UCLA, but Mm -hmm. that cycle that I applied to, I Mm -hmm. had so many acceptances in my head. I was like very fortunate, right? I could Mm -hmm. choose where I wanted to go. And because of that, like friends started to reach out to me for help. Mm -hmm. And then friends of friends reached out for Mm -hmm. help. And it just kind of became this organic like I was helping a lot of people while I was in school. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh maybe I should just kind of make this official. You know, maybe we can have a side gig here. Yeah. So I I did that when I finished school and I started to practice. Mm And then it just became like, Oh, I can take this to the next level. Like, cause Kevin has some backgrounds with admissions as well. Mm-hmm. And so he was doing the essays and basically him and I combined, we could cover everything. Right. And so we took everything online, including mm-hmm. the teaching of dentistry, which mm-hmm. was not something that was mm-hmm. done back. This was 2013. Right. So we had put together this, um, educational hub, like Mm -hmm. online courses that Mm -hmm. really showed how the handpiece, the drill, sorry Mm -hmm. for technical jargon, Mm -hmm. but yeah, like the noisy part. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. The noisy part that you don't like to hear Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, We're basically showing people how Mm -hmm. to cut teeth. And I was using plastic Mm -hmm. teeth Mm -hmm. from like two different angles. It was shot Ah. with super high up so that Mm -hmm. like one tooth would fill your entire screen. Mm -hmm. It was like really high definition. Mm -hmm. And we, that really allowed us or allowed me to retire working as a dentist, which okay. is, I um yeah, I was very happy with mm-hmm. that because that basically meant that I can now claim my time and mm-hmm. my schedule. Mm-hmm. Dentistry is wonderful, mm-hmm. except that you don't make any money unless you're there working. Right. And working as, a lot. A lot. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really hard on your body. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And so we were running that business and we actually still have that business for since 2013, Mm -hmm. but I am not technical, like coding, this is Mm -hmm. not me. And we had a lot of needs that in our business that we wanted our Mm -hmm. um, course to be able to offer. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes it was like booking sessions, not with just me, but like Mm -hmm. with our outside consultants and things like things of that nature mm-hmm. and none of the existing options had anything mm-hmm. close to what we needed mm-hmm. and so we had to develop our own everything mm-hmm. our, our own platform and we did mm-hmm. so on wordpress and it works and it it works it still works mm-hmm. But I can't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how to do anything in the back end. Mm-hmm. Like, when the WordPress site is young, like, I can kind of go in and I still right. know yeah, where You, you can put a widget in and, mm-hmm. yeah. But as a site matures and there becomes more and more content, it's just like the idea of logging into the site even. I have to take a deep breath before mm-hmm. I even right. get in Because there. you're thinking, I'm going to screw it up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm going to screw it up where is this where mm-hmm. do i find it mm-hmm. and what went wrong from all of the integrations that happened anyway it is very overwhelming for me mm-hmm. and so this has been going on for a few years right and kevin is a developer as well mm-hmm. and so he i was very fortunate to have that but like to make a little change on our site like i'd be like going back and forth like hey can we do this mm-hmm. and then he'd do it in his interpretation i was mm-hmm. like no no not that like you right. know it's mm-hmm. like and it just take forever to do mm-hmm. something that should have been so easy. And mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, this whole course thing, I mean, it's good, but mm-hmm. there has to be a better and easier software solution right. to allow people. And there are really good softwares out there, mm-hmm. but you have to have your own subdomain and for most of them, it's either like an all-in-one solution mm-hmm. or it's only for your online course. Right. You can't have other stuff going mm-hmm. on. It just, there was no in-between for, mm-hmm. let's say, if I just wanted my website, like mm-hmm. I want my website to function the way it is, mm-hmm. and I just want to add on <laughs> a page that mm-hmm. hosts my course that's, of course, protected for only members mm-hmm. to access or whatnot, right? there wasn't an easy way to do this. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up making making it, and that became Alish. I love that. Yeah, it's so much fun, mm-hmm. right? You know, and, and I was looking at your website, and mm-hmm. you know, my first thought was, people go, "What would I even? What? Yeah, I, how? I don't know that I have anything to offer." Hmm. So, you know, as I mentioned at the start, it's something that many, most, maybe even all businesses could and should be thinking about. So, if somebody says to you, Alyssa, I don't even know if I, you know, why would anybody want to get a course from me? What do you tell mm-hmm. them? Well, if you are in business, you are providing some kind of value to somebody mm-hmm. else. That is why somebody is paying you for whatever it, it is the value that you're mm-hmm. providing. If you have anybody that is paying you for that and mm-hmm. paying you for your time, maybe you're a consultant mm-hmm. and you know you do these one-on-one sessions. Right. If you have an online course, mm-hmm. you don't have to do those one-on-one sessions anymore. Right. And so it's not like you don't have to like continue doing it, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like a way to help a lot of people without putting strain on yourself right? at a lower price point mm-hmm. so that they can get really acquainted mm-hmm. with you. And then maybe they will go on and join your private session that you can price even higher than what right. you were doing right now. Mm-hmm. So I would say if you are in business and somebody's paying you for something, mm-hmm. think about what they're paying you for. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you can build a course around right. it. And you don't have to be always on all of the time to be mm-hmm. making your money, right? And you could be making money twenty four seven around exactly. the world. Yes, you can take a vacation, and you'll mm-hmm. get these Stripe notifications that you mm-hmm. uh, got a sale. Right? Yeah. So, wait, wait, I have. Wait, here it is. Here it is. I <laughs> Love that. <laughs> I don't get to use that often enough. That is so um, much fun. But but yeah, it's it's something that I think. Many people, as I said, never even stopped to think, "Hey, I could do this you know, mm-hmm. I teach people how to do this and maybe it's uh, you know especially now, one of the things that I was thinking about was when we have remote workers oh you know I and I'm guessing you know mm-hmm. that in the last couple of years things have really jumped with that because you know when people are in various locations, and or not wanting to come into the office. I mean, even if they're in mm-hmm. the same city, they just don't want to come into the office anymore. Oh, but yeah. they need to learn how to do something. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, people are like, okay, well, I can do it on Zoom. And oh, wait, how do I show my whiteboard? And uh, 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 um, you know, and and so by doing it as a course, mm-hmm. I would imagine that that's a great way for for this material to be disseminated. Oh, absolutely. And I kind of learned this lesson when I was teaching dentistry Mm -hmm. that, you know, most of this information is most of what I was teaching to people that were already dentists Mm -hmm. in terms of the standards of how to cut teeth for the U.S. standards, I'm saying the same thing over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Just record yourself saying it Mm -hmm. and give them access to it. Mm -hmm. Right. And if it is applicable, you can, you know, charge a little bit or whatever mm-hmm. it is that needs to happen. But you do not have to re- repeat yourself mm-hmm. in that way. It's like you you probably, if you've been coaching or doing anything like that for mm-hmm. an amount of time, you have a system in which you're mm-hmm. taking somebody that's like a new client to you and helping them understand some concepts mm-hmm. of whatever. And then you take them to the the place of desired result. Mm-hmm. And so this process. If you think about it and put it into a course, you can take so much off of your plate in terms of your time and Mm -hmm. working live and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Right. Well, and how many times have people said, I need to see it again? You know, wait, I didn't catch that last bit or, oh, you know, and and so when it's an online course that they Mm -hmm. can just either start again, start in the middle, do whatever, that's perfect for them. Yes, exactly. And that happens all of the time. I mean, even me when I'm learning something, mm-hmm. it's like not not all of it will stick at once. Right. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. And mm-hmm. so we need repetition. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, and and it also could be something where maybe it's, you know, something you do quarterly. So it doesn't have to stay in your brain, you know, and 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 but you do need kind of that little reminder, ah, this this is how I do this. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. So yeah, this is great, not mm-hmm. just for coaches, for people to mm-hmm. um, distill their knowledge and their expertise into a course to sell, but even like if you're onboarding, let's say employees or like have to do something with employees, training manuals that can also be created into an online course format so that you don't have to say the same thing over right. and over again. Mm-hmm. SOPs even can be it can implemented mm-hmm. with SOPs. There are so many ways where uh, basically a series of videos mm-hmm in a membership protected area can be Mm -hmm. beneficial to you. So I Mm -hmm. really implore people to think kind of creatively in terms of Mm -hmm. all the different ways where the things that they're doing in repetition can be simplified Mm -hmm. by Mm -hmm. using a series of videos. Mm -hmm. Right. So then I'm guessing the next question is, it sounds hard. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you tell people when they get the deer in the headlights look And they, or they just immediately assume this is complicated. It's way more than I can figure out. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to do it. So, you know, talk us through, you know, kind of what the process is and how simple it is. So, if you have your own website, you can do it. If you even have a website on, let's just say, something like an easy builder like a Weebly, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that is one of the platforms that Owlish works with. Okay. So, what Owlish is, is you log into our app, our dashboard, and you create a course there. And there's a very easy drag and drop kind of interface. I was looking at the video. It looks, it really did look very easy. Mm -hmm. The target audience was me. (laughs) If you could do it, anybody could do it. Oh, for real. Mm -hmm. I am not technically Mm -hmm. oriented. I'm the person that I still am not on TikTok. Like this, the, the, you know, like uh, Mm -hmm. this new, Tech is mm-hmm. like a big hurdle for me to right. overcome. Mm-hmm. So that is me. Mm-hmm. And so I was heavily involved in the design mm-hmm. design of everything because we had That's to make okay. sure that somebody like mm-hmm. I could use it. Mm-hmm. That is exactly the target. Mm-hmm. Like if I was by myself and I had to put up a website, I probably would have made a Weebly site. Mm-hmm. Right. And if I needed to, let's say, put up a course or if I wanted to, mm-hmm. a platform like Owlish is exactly what I'd be mm-hmm. looking for. Like. Before mm-hmm. you could technically, let's just hypothetically mm-hmm. say, I have a Weebly site, and mm-hmm. let's just say I wanted to have a series of videos on my site. Mm-hmm. I could technically make separate pages, mm-hmm. put up YouTube videos, and mm-hmm. link them, interlink them, right. right? And that would be one way mm-hmm. of and making that it works, it but it works. it's yeah, it's screen. not very pretty. No, it is, it's ugly, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's like. 2022 design really does matter in terms mm-hmm. of how much you especially if you're charging for it. You yes. know, if if you're charging for it, people want to not be, you know, having the the YouTube link which may exactly. or may not work and you know and, and then goes into an ad. I always love that. Oh know? my and, gosh. You Tell know, or goes that. into the next video which doesn't even pertain to you. No, exactly. And if you wanted to make edits to your course, mm-hmm. it is very like let's say you had a sequence of one video, mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, and mm-hmm. you're like, Oh, I need to add this module. Mm-hmm. And this one needs to go in between two and three. Mm-hmm. Then you have to change the linkings of right. everything. Mm-hmm. If you use an LMS like Mm Alish, you would just drag and drop the series. You know, you would just make right. You can rearrange, drag it in in Mm -hmm. to the right place, and Mm -hmm. everything is there. You don't have to think about, so things don't break Mm -hmm. in that way. And so, yeah, if you have like a site on Weebly, and you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, let me just make a simple course, three Mm -hmm. lessons maybe. Mm -hmm. Doesn't have to be complicated. Mm -hmm. And you make your course right. You just drag and drop your video Mm -hmm. in there, or upload it to our platform. Mm You just type in the text that you want to go Mm -hmm. along with, and then you publish it. And then Mm -hmm. you basically just have to get a code from us and Mm -hmm. put that in your Weebly header Mm -hmm. or footer. Mm -hmm. And voila, it's up. Mm -hmm. That is all you have to do. And it looks good. It Mm -hmm. does not look ugly. This was so important for me. Right. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. like you don't want an ugly site, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and especially like if you put in, effort to design Mm -hmm. your website. And then you're like, okay, here's your paid course. Mm -hmm. And that's ugly. It's this kind of like buyer's remorse sets Mm -hmm. in for the buyers. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, like, is this, is the quality of this course going to be
1: okay? Is it reliable? Can I trust Mm -hmm. what it's saying? Mm -hmm.
0: Exactly. Because it looks like early 2000s design. Not that design doesn't necessarily have, is linked to the actual Mm -hmm. course quality, but that's just the perception Mm -hmm. of it, right? We all like things that look Mm -hmm. nice. Right. And so Alish was really created to scratch that kind of uh, mm-hmm. itch, and it works with all of the platforms. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you have a Shopify store and you mm-hmm. want to put a course in there, you can do that. Right. It's the exact same mm-hmm. process. It's so simple. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and it it really is, you know, as you were talking about, you know, I'm, I was thinking about, okay, you know, if somebody does an entire course recorded as, say, Zoom, mm-hmm. and then uploads it to YouTube, mm-hmm. that's great until they want to change it um yes. you know and and then they may have to start over especially if oh. they don't know how to edit raw video yeah um you know and and so yeah it's just to to, to be able to have these modules that you can move mm-hmm. around because you know say people are going well wait a minute you skipped a step or or hey i have another question i mean things yeah. like that you can easily just pop it in there without saying I have to start over. (laughs) I know. I had to make a whole new version of this. And that happens like as you teach your content over Mm -hmm. and over again, you learn how to teach it better. Right. And Mm -hmm. you go, oh, people are missing that. And I really need Mm -hmm. to cover that. And, you know, you learn while you teach. Mm -hmm. I think you learn a lot while you teach. Right. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so your course needs to evolve. And Mm -hmm. hopefully, your course, platform will support you doing so (laughs) without having to, you know, start from scratch Mm -hmm. because it's a lot of work. Right. Yeah. And you've mentioned the fact that it's, you know, you can put it on your own site. Mm -hmm. Why is it important to be self-hosting it as opposed to putting it on somebody else's site? Okay. So I don't know about you, but I do not want to manage 10 different websites. Right. Like it's... Even if your course site is your website, mm-hmm. once you start using a subdomain, it's a separate website completely. Mm-hmm. That website does not get the SEO benefits right. of your main website. Mm-hmm. None of the links like Google sees it as a completely mm-hmm. set. You might as well just get a new URL. Mm-hmm. It is exactly the same. I think you right. can just like pay go- not have to pay GoDaddy. That's like the mm-hmm. only thing mm-hmm. that's yeah. different. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah. And so if you have it separately, yeah, there are a lot of complications that arise with it. Mm-hmm. One was what I already mentioned that happened to me, where I wanted to be people to be able to book things, and mm-hmm. it just wasn't working out. Mm-hmm. And the way you want to display your courses from your site, like for me, I want my course site to actually have the SEO juice to the, the mm-hmm. same as the main site that that I worked right. on, because you um, want to sell things, exactly. and so you don't want them off somewhere else. No. And I I think that's also like a better experience for the people. Like, Mm -hmm. I would rather not have it to be like where they have to click a link and a whole new site opens up or they have to save Mm -hmm. the link to the course site. It's just a little, it's one more step than necessary. Mm -hmm. And it's just a little janky, Mm -hmm. if you ask me, Mm -hmm. and not needed. Right. Well, and there's also the problem with, you know, if you put it somewhere else on, say, Udemy, and I think I said that wrong, oh. um, or a LinkedIn course, I mean, obviously, there's lots of juice there. I mean, to be mm-hmm. able to say, hey, I have courses on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. that's great. But the tricky part is, if they've gone in and searched for, you know, something, they might, they might find you, they might find somebody else, they might go to somebody else. I mean, all those things, you want to capture them on your site. Right. That is exactly right. And like, okay, a place like Udemy is wonderful, I guess, if you have zero audience and you have to start. Mm -hmm. Because if you put up a website, you'll have no juice, Mm -hmm. you know, Google's not going to really bring it up for anything, because why would they when Mm -hmm. there are other businesses that are offering Mm -hmm. something similar? But if you already have an audience and they're looking for you, then don't put it up on Udemy and lose half of your revenue to mm-hmm. Udemy and compete with right. all of the other people mm-hmm. offering several similar courses. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. as a lot of competition. And uh, yeah, I, I look mm-hmm. as like a platform like that, like Skillshare, mm-hmm. just as a place to get you started, mm-hmm. if if that. Right. But after you've cultivated your own mm-hmm. and you've been in business, mm-hmm. don't. Right, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, it, it's the same thing as when I ha- have businesses tell me, I don't need a website because I can have a Facebook business page. Oh. And I'm like, no, danger, <laughs> danger, danger. danger. Um, you know, and, and it's perfectly fine to have a Facebook business page. That's what we do is we manage people's Facebook business pages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we like that. But you should always have your own website and and the Facebook business page should be driving people to it. Yeah, um, because that's where you can collect their name and mm-hmm. and their content mm-hmm. information. I mean, your contact information, all of those things. Um, and anytime you're playing in somebody else's sandbox, oh, you know, things can go wrong. Um, that is you know, exactly uh, was it? I think it was so. So as as we're recording this, I heard on the news today mm-hmm. that Meta, which is of course Facebook, mm-hmm. um, had somehow gotten a little hacked. And, and there were things showing up that, and they weren't bad things. So it wasn't, Uh you know, that we were getting porn or anything like that, but whoever hacked it was putting in things that, that, you know, you really didn't want to see. Really, And so, you know, those things happen, you know, when, when, like I said, if you're playing on somebody else's and they can change the rules. I mean, that's the the thing too, is I tell people, you know, if you have a Facebook business page with say Mm -hmm. 10,000 followers, fans, Mm -hmm. and they all of a sudden say, we're going to charge you per fan uh. and you know many businesses can't do that and and think yeah. of say the, the big huge businesses that have you know millions of, of fans mm-hmm. and followers you just don't want to do that and and they are going to regulate how it looks they're going to regulate yeah. who sees it i mean yes. all of those various things i mean if you've been in business long enough you've already been burnt by it because mm-hmm. Back in the day when you posted anything on your Facebook page, everybody saw everybody it. Everybody saw it. Now no now, nobody's. <laughs> you you have to have a group to get a little bit of juice right. and that's mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Pages, you need a page, you need a website, mm-hmm. but really like maybe 10%, 5% mm-hmm. of the pe- of your fans are going to see anything you post on your page and yeah. that that's no, and- that. And you do want to be there, um, mm-hmm. as you said, <clears throat> because you also might want to be using it for advertising. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and you know whatever the platform is. And Messenger. Right. I find that people right. really mm-hmm. like to just type mm-hmm. a message in. Oh, I've gotten to where I rely that almost more on that more than I do with email. Yes. And, of course, the bad part is then I can't find stuff. I'm like, yes. uh, you know, <laughs> in my email, I can go into about. Outlook. I can search by name. I can find yes. it right away. And you're supposed to be able to do that in Facebook. It's not easy. It works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have to remember very specifically what a term was that you knew yes. in that conversation, and yes. then maybe it'll bring it up for you. Yes. Um, but but yeah, I mean, if I'm sending somebody a quick note, I'm mm-hmm. going to do it in Facebook Messenger. Usually, more times than not. Yeah. Same. Same as me. Mm-hmm. And like people will. I don't know, because people are on Facebook and they Mm -hmm. just want to be able to chat quickly. Mm -hmm. And if they're on there, I'm not going to force them to come to, like, I want to remove friction as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I will chat with them there. Mm -hmm. And so, like, keep your Facebook, but don't Mm -hmm. build your business on Mm -hmm. somebody else's platform. And that's another thing with a platform like ours is that Mm -hmm. you own your Mm -hmm material it's yours and if by for whatever reason you need to go from let's say a weebly to a shopify or you know like oftentimes Mm -hmm. e-commerce people will start off on weebly and they Mm -hmm. would be like okay and then as they grow they need more capabilities Mm -hmm. yes if you need to do that with Alice, you can just bring the code over to shopify you don't have to change anything Ah. Mm -hmm. and it works like that like Mm -hmm. no work needed Mm -hmm. it is so simple for the non-technical people Mm -hmm. right (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and and for those people who just went code copy, you know, you've got videos, you've got tutorials, um, mm-hmm. and and when when you say you know copy the code, it's like in in the it's real a one word, line. it's a sentence, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? it's one line, and 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 it's just you know it's 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 doing the redirect, it's doing all the fancy stuff, but and if you um, need help with that, shoot us an email, we'll yeah. help you. Yeah. You know, and, and, but yeah, I was, I was looking on your site. You, you've mm-hmm. got the courses that say, okay, here's how you do it on WordPress. Here's how mm-hmm. you do it on Weebly. Yes. Um, you know, and, and, and if it doesn't work, you are there to provide oh, support. Oh yeah, absolutely. We're a small business like yours and mm-hmm. have a non-technical co-founder mm-hmm. like you. So I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, and, and it's funny. I do, you know, we, we design websites for people and, mm-hmm. and I've got my own websites, mm-hmm. but I do the 15 minute rule. If it's going to take me more than 15 minutes then somebody else needs to do it. Uh, um, you know and, and so like I, because I can get caught in that minutia. Yeah. I go down those little rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. Um you know and it's like oh well what if I oh, blah, blah. and then pretty soon my website doesn't work because I added a plugin that has a conflict or something and then I'm, And it uh, doesn't work with the other one and oh, and then I have to hire somebody and it costs me twice as much. Um yeah. and so yeah it just if it's if it's going to take me longer I either need Something like Owlish, where I know it's going to work, mm-hmm. or I have somebody else do it. Um, yeah, you know, because yeah, I don't have that technical bandwidth in my head to to know what to do. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's shouldn't be the creator's responsibility to figure it out. It no code tools. <laughs> I, know. I love the no code movement so much. It's yeah. so empowering. Oh, in I my know. Opinion. You yeah. know, and and I'm old school enough. I know HTML. Mm. I know just enough HTML to be dangerous, um, <laughs> you know, and and because You're i are more techie than me. <laughs> oh, you know, and but but I'll screw up, and like I'll I'll you know increase the size of say a font, mm. and then not know where I need to decrease it again right. I mean all these how things. did that happen yes you know and, and it looks fine and then you mm-hmm. look at it on the actual website and it's gigantic and you now um yeah. you know and so yeah or you know I, I, turning bold on turning you know it's like okay underline yeah I can do that if I absolutely have to yeah if I want to change color you know you know some things like that but I prefer poking the little button <laughs> yeah, me too mm-hmm. me too yeah so, Alyssa, I'm guessing that the next question that you probably get is, this sounds expensive. So oh. what do you tell folks who think for features that are so cool and so rich and so easy to use, it's got to cost a lot? It does not cost a lot. If you just compare <laughs> ours mm-hmm. to the comparable mm-hmm okay are currently and I mean pricing is subject to change so I say this right with caution. yes and so but as still, of the recording of as this of the recording yes mm-hmm. yes which is late August mm-hmm. the low we have two tiers mm-hmm. and one is nine dollars a month and the other is nineteen dollars a month right. so what is that like a couple coffees. I don't yeah. think you can even buy a couple coffees with $9 at Starbucks yeah. anymore. No, you yeah. know, and, and so, yeah, to, to have this and yeah, I, and I'll be honest, I set that up on purpose because I had seen your pricing and I thought, no. <laughs> um, and, and, or I was looking for it to be, okay, you only have like two features and, yeah. you know, but no, I mean, it's feature rich, even mm-hmm. at the $9 level. Now, obviously it is limited, yeah. um, but that's for the the people who have one. Thing that they want to host yeah. on there. And, and if you want even more, the nineteen, $19 pay $10 one. more a month. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Even that, I think we price it competitively to help the non-code mm-hmm. creators because a lot of people, you know, like you're putting a business together, mm-hmm. you're running this, and you're a small business. You mm-hmm. need to be... Cost sensitive, you need to be Mm -hmm. balancing your books. Mm -hmm. And yeah, if this is going to help you get that course in to help you generate some extra revenue, Mm -hmm. I want to help you do that, right? You know, and one of the things that I really love about it, and you mentioned this a couple times, is you can put the code on multiple sites. Mm -hmm. So if you're somebody like me, I mean, I have three different websites Mm. that do, you know, a little bit different things, but I might want to have some of this stuff on multiple sites and you know as you said you just put the code there put the code there put the code there and more importantly if i make a change it goes boogity 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 all by itself all by itself you don't have to go into three separate sites Mm -hmm. to change each of the courses Mm -hmm. exactly right i love it i love it so you know what are some other things like what are mistakes that you see people do when they're designing online courses okay Let's go to that fun topic of course creation for yes. maybe somebody that hasn't really like created a mm-hmm. course before, because it can sound very overwhelming right. to some. And mm-hmm. I totally get it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like, Oh my God. Like I'm going to create a course, like mm-hmm. I'm not a teacher. Like, how do I right. put together? I can't a do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To those people, I say start with a smaller course. Okay. And what happens often is like, People, somebody that has never made a course Mm -hmm. before will think like, Oh, I'm going to make a course. Like they finally mustered up the courage. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. And they sit down and they really try to make a course. That is so. Big. Right. They're thinking this is a four-hour course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to talk about everything that I do. Mm-hmm. Like it needs to download. It needs to be me. Like mm-hmm. all my knowledge needs to be in mm-hmm. this as one course. Right. You try to make a course like that. And I usually try to call those like flagship courses. Those mm-hmm. are like big and complicated, right. and lots of stuff in it. Mm-hmm. You try to do that. Those take a lot of time, and just so much mental energy to put together. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. I think there is absolutely a time and a place in your business where you Mm -hmm. need a flagship Mm -hmm. course. But if you haven't done smaller mini Mm -hmm. courses yet, this Mm -hmm. is not the time for you to be sitting down and being Mm -hmm. like, let me put together a flagship Mm -hmm. course. Because first of all, how do you know exactly what kind of flagship course you actually really right. need? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know that. Mm-hmm. Even if you've been consulting, you don't mm-hmm. really know that, I mm-hmm. think, until you've sold some mini courses. Mm-hmm. And by mini course, I mean mm-hmm. something that can be consumed by your learners mm-hmm. within a couple hours. Something okay. that, if you sat down with somebody like at a coffee shop mm-hmm. and we're teaching this to mm-hmm. them, it wouldn't take more than a couple of hours for you to teach and for them to learn. That should be a mini Mm -hmm. course. It needs to be specific Mm -hmm. in its topic. It has to have a very concise, easy to articulate Mm -hmm. promise Mm -hmm. to it. So it can't be master Photoshop Mm -hmm. because that is really big, Mm -hmm. but it can be something more like remove your background from your portraits Mm -hmm. in Photoshop. That is much Mm -hmm. more specific Mm -hmm. and people know exactly what it is that, that mm-hmm. they're going to get versus if you try to do something like master Photoshop, it's just mm-hmm. like, oh my God. Right. Like, <laughs> Plus when people search, they're yes. not searching for master Photoshop. They're exactly. searching for how do I remove my background? <laughs> totally. Exactly. So many benefits to mm-hmm. just starting with mini courses. And right. I say just, but honestly, it is such a it can be a real revenue engine Mm -hmm. for your business, these mini courses. Mm -hmm. And if you just block out the time to take care of this, it shouldn't take you more than a weekend to do it minus the video editing time. Mm -hmm. If you're not a video editor and I'm not, just go to Fiverr and find somebody to do it for you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just don't, don't, don't go there. But if you don't do that in terms of like putting together your outline and Mm -hmm. like filming, if it's too much, if, if you're, Planning for something that will take you over one weekend or maybe mm-hmm. maximum two weekends. I, I think you should really rethink mm-hmm. your promise of this. Right. Little and you mini can do course. part one and part two, maybe. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. That and like these mini courses. I mean, they can do so much for your business. Mm-hmm. You, if you have more than one, you can like. From a checkout page to one Mm -hmm. upsell the other, where it's like you give 50% off. Mm -hmm. You can run promotions as buy one, get one free, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And you need some cash. Suddenly you're like, Oh no, like my somebody's in the hospital. I need some Mm -hmm. cash right now. You can run. I need to have a fire sale. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And you just bundle all your courses Mm -hmm. and put one low price. Mm -hmm. So there is a real benefit to Mm -hmm. having a lot of small courses. Mm Versus one flagship course. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, you can run a sale on Mm -hmm. one flagship course too. But just in terms of marketing, like, and this is, I guess, also if you have the kind of checkout system Mm -hmm. that would allow it. But if you do upsells Mm -hmm. and order bumps and Mm -hmm. things like that can be really Mm -hmm. uh, powerful, Mm -hmm. not to mention the fact that you have all these different promises that you can show. Like, let's say you're just sharing Mm -hmm. a course promise on your instagram mm-hmm. right you can be very specific with each course about what it's going to show you mm-hmm. one's going to show you how to blur the right. background mm-hmm. right and one's going to show you how to get mm-hmm. i don't know like i'm not a photoshop mm-hmm. person so as opposed to wrong, but. you will learn to do yada 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 yada, and their eyes crossed at the first yada oh my god i have a friend that is brilliant mm-hmm. and i really want to learn from her there's mm-hmm. so much that she can offer mm-hmm. you know why i never bought her course. Because she but keeps telling me there are 900 videos in her course. 900? And I don't want 900 videos. No, I don't we'll have, have time. Who has that time? Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. I want something that promises. Like, you mm-hmm. learn how to do this, right. just this yeah. thing. And then maybe I'll want to do that thing, and then exactly. that thing. Exactly. Exactly. Five years from now, maybe I will watch 900. but. <laughs> Everybody's busy mm-hmm. and everybody wants a specific mm-hmm. result. That's why they're doing anything mm-hmm. with you. So, if you can give them a quick win, mm-hmm. a small, bite sized mm-hmm. win, mm-hmm. it boosts their confidence. Mm-hmm. It makes them trust you more. Mm-hmm. And it also shows them your teaching style, mm-hmm. which is huge. Right. So, later, maybe two years down the road, you've released maybe five mini courses and you're mm-hmm. like, you know what? I know my audience so well inside out, and they keep telling me that they want a really comprehensive Mm -hmm. course on X. Mm -hmm. That's when you make your flagship course. And now you know that this is the right topic. Mm Like right. you're on the right track. You're not mm-hmm. sidetracked. You're not guessing. Mm-hmm. You really shouldn't guess when you're making a flagship course. I think right. you can guess a little bit when you're making a mini mm-hmm. course, only because it only takes like a yeah, weekend. Yeah, it's a weekend. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. But if you're going to make a flagship course for mm-hmm. three months, you really can't mm-hmm. miss that mark. And right. by the way, if you ever are going to make any course, mini course or mm-hmm. flagship course, and you're just not sure whether you should make a course on this mm-hmm. or that, I just want to give a tip on that you can always make landing pages for each ah. of the courses mm-hmm. before you record or mm-hmm. even create the outline. Mm-hmm. Just come up with the promise of the course, mm-hmm. right? And you can like create a little mini mm-hmm. sales page. You can, you can, if you want to make it look like you created the course, or you can just be really transparent and say, hey, if I'm gauging interest with this, Like, do you want it kind of thing? You can try to charge money for it up front or not. That's also up to you. But that is a wonderful way to see what you should be working on. Like, so I think making the course first is so overrated. And I think a lot of people, when they they decide to actually make the course and like, oh, I'm going to do this. The pre-work, the sharpening the axe part, mm-hmm. the the validation part, we need more emphasis there. Mm-hmm. If you want to it to be a bigger, you know, successful right. course. I mean, they will probably make some sales one way or another, but you want more sales, right? So if mm-hmm. you just spend a little bit more time in that pre-course creation stage to see what you should be making. I think you're going to make a lot more money from your courses than if you didn't, and you just guessed. And you were like, "I know what my audience needs." Like, like sometimes you're right, but sometimes you are actually off. And I have certainly been there, right, many times. Right. <laughs> I love that. Well, you know, all of a sudden, what popped into my head was, mm. what is the difference between a course mm-hmm. and a webinar? And are mm. they different? Are they the same? I see them slightly different. Okay. Um though a webinar can certainly be hosted on a course you know platform and just be shown, and this is how I see them different. A webinar is usually longer, okay, and they can be pre-recorded or whatever, but like it's like you sit down for the webinar and mm-hmm. it's like a whole thing and usually at least thirty minutes long. Mm-hmm. When you do online courses, I usually say, don't have your videos be too long. Mm-hmm. Each lesson should have the title that shows what exactly is going to be shown there in case somebody needs to come back. Right. If for a webinar, if you were like, oh, somewhere in the middle, they had that really juicy information and I mm-hmm. can't find it, you have to go back and be like, okay, mm-hmm. scroll, scroll. Was it before this? Was this after mm-hmm. this? I don't know. And a course is a lot more like you can find this information, mm-hmm. but also I think it has a higher perceived value. Okay. In terms of like webinar, Yes, there are some paid master webinar mm-hmm. kind of things, but in terms of if you want to collect revenue, it is much more common to do so through a course mm-hmm. than it will be for a webinar. So those are just some of the differences mm-hmm. that pop into my head. Yeah, you know, and and they they overlap. I mean, you know, it's it's kind yeah. of one of those terms that is kind of the same, but not quite the same. Yeah, absolutely. you know, and, and and sometimes I think of a webinar as they're lecturing at you. And yeah. that's great, mm-hmm. you know. You're you're getting that content. A course is you're doing something at the same time. Yes. So it might be that you know it's write down your top five reasons for doing yes. some. You know, and and sometimes you do that in webinar. Sometimes you don't. But in a course, there mm-hmm. is that interactivity type of of thing. Yeah, and maybe a little bit of homework to make sure mm-hmm. your learners are following yeah. along with you, so mm-hmm. that they get the desired outcome that mm-hmm. they signed up to get. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You you can really like Mm -hmm. tailor the experience. And you're so Mm -hmm. right. And that webinar is more like talking at you, Mm -hmm. lecturing at you, because it's really hard to build that interactivity Mm -hmm. in. I mean, you can like if you're doing a webinar live, I suppose you can be like, okay, like raise your hand if you did this. or What do you think about this? But it's not the same. As a a speaker, that's hard, Um, you know, whether it's a webinar or or in person, because, you know, and, and we frequently say one or the other. Ask when you have your question, or wait and hold your questions at the end, mm-hmm. um, because sometimes you know you can go down a rabbit hole. Somebody raises their hand, and they get you way off course, mm-hmm. or you know you wait to the end, and then they don't remember what they wanted to ask. Yes, but it, it is hard when you're giving a presentation mm-hmm. in person or online if people interrupt you, you know? yeah, because then there goes our train of thought. You know, squirrel. Yeah, um, but, you know, and and so, but with a course you actually can stop it, mm-hmm. complete whatever the task was, mm-hmm. and then do the next module. Yep. I'm a huge fan of courses. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> I still learn with online courses. Right. You know, it's mm-hmm. like I, so I'm a huge believer in continued learning. There's mm-hmm. always new stuff to learn to keep yeah. on. Top oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Alyssa, we've created these great mm-hmm. courses. Now, mm-hmm. what do we do? How do we let people know that they even exist? That is a wonderful question. And I think the answer really depends on where you're at with your business and what kind of audience you have. Way back in the day, just maybe even just five years ago, I'm totally kind of dating myself in the online business world, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But like, like maybe even five years ago, You could create a course as somebody that didn't really have an audience Mm -hmm. and buy them through, let's say, Facebook ads Mm -hmm. for not too expensive. Those days have passed. Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't have your own audience, I mean, you can do it, but Mm -hmm. you have to really know, okay, like, let's say my course is $19. Mm -hmm. I have to... Let's just say even if I really cut on my margins, I need mm-hmm. to be able to make a sale um with by spending no more than twelve dollars, mm-hmm. right? Then like doing that math and mm-hmm. that we're getting into the ads realm. If you don't have your own audience, I feel like it's either ads or it's a lot of organic building. Mm-hmm. Like you can make YouTube videos and try to build SEO, mm-hmm. but it is certainly the long game. Mm-hmm. So if you are brand new starting out as a coach and mm-hmm. you're like okay I need to build an audience mm-hmm. and build a little mini course mm-hmm. I'd say do those at the same time and mm-hmm. maybe you can use even part of your mini course open it up for free mm-hmm. and have people opt into your email list by giving that away as your opt-in gift ah. instead of you know like PDFs like mm-hmm. or, or like an ebook the- or all those yeah. various things yeah, I, I mean those are great too. Mm-hmm. But if you give away part of your online course or like a dedicated online course that you created to give away as an opt-in gift, mm-hmm. they—I mean—videos are like you're looking at my face, you see my mannerisms. It's just so much more intimate right. mm-hmm. than than I can put in a, a PDF mm-hmm. or a book. Mm-hmm. It's all written, yeah. You know, so I say do that mm-hmm. so that you get more opt-ins and you can Mm -hmm. really, really nurture that audience. Mm -hmm. Um, And then have a low course offer. Because if you're starting out, you don't know who your audience is. You do do have to be very clear about that. And Mm -hmm. you can think you know, but you really don't know yet because you don't have a large Mm -hmm. audience at this moment. You'll get Mm -hmm. there. So it's not like trying to discourage Mm -hmm. you, but it's like, okay, we have to know this is where I'm at in my journey right now. I have an untapped audience. Mm -hmm. I don't exactly know what her hopes, fears, and dreams are just yet. Mm -hmm. So let me start by making a course on... Um, how to build a paleo pantry. I don't know (laughs) Right? Mm if I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. something that if somebody is interested in this kind of primal eating, they would be interested in this. Mm -hmm. And I will give away half of it for free as an opt-in gift. And the other half, they will have to pay a small amount Mm -hmm. to to get access to. And that way, somebody that's been through half of your course, if they Mm -hmm. like it, Mm -hmm. it's not that hard of a sell to like continue on Mm -hmm. with your course because they're like, kind of left hanging (laughs) right yeah they're like well wait a minute i have i'm what do i do now Mm -hmm. yeah exactly so if and then they're like okay she's super knowledgeable in this area i trust her um she's really helped me make a change in my pantry what else she's got Mm -hmm. and then they're looking at your content and they're Mm -hmm. more in tune and again that's why you want it on your own website yes and not somewhere else so they Continue to browse around mm-hmm. your blog posts and mm-hmm. your recipes and your whatever it is that right. you're doing, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a big ask to mm-hmm. think that somebody will take a Udemy course and track you down mm-hmm. to find you over there. Right. And I think Udemy way when they started, they were actually okay with you driving mm-hmm. traffic off their site. Like, mm-hmm. They're not anymore, right? If I, and and yeah. none of the big platforms are because no. they when they lose you, they've lost mm-hmm. you. They have a conflict of interest with you. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. they don't want people mm-hmm. to follow you. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, please have that on your site mm-hmm. and um, maybe some YouTube videos mm-hmm. so that people can organically discover mm-hmm. you and all this. But if you actually already have, you know, if you've been in business mm-hmm. for a while and you have your own mailing list mm-hmm. and you have your own thing and you're just wondering like, okay, what well, should I make a course about? Mm-hmm. Shoot your audience an email. Right. What would be you like, be interested in? Yes. Mm -hmm. And you'll be surprised how many people respond back to you Mm -hmm. with longer than expected emails, Mm -hmm. letting you know this is what they want to learn. And Mm -hmm. when they say that, listen. Mm -hmm. Also, when they send you anything Mm text-wise, this is like a total side tip, but keep whatever they said. Mm In a spreadsheet or a Google doc, just Ah. keep a running list of your audience's words. Mm -hmm. And when you create content Mm -hmm. and also when you create your sales page, Mm -hmm. you look at that mm-hmm. document and right. you get you use those exact yeah. words Are are so frequently audience, asked questions things yes, like that yes exactly it is such an easy it just takes so much off your mm-hmm. shoulders for creating right. all of that right. and it's just like well, okay this is what they're interested right. in so that you and, don't and i much. tell people there's no such thing as a unique question no, you know somebody exactly. will will send me a note and they'll say nobody asked this i'm sure nobody cares and i'm like no, no. <laughs> you know, yes, you are unique. However, your question is not. Yeah. Um, you know, and and so, you know, that's that's, you know, and and maybe it's it maybe it's obscure enough that okay, you can answer maybe. it in in one way, but maybe it leads to another course or right. something like that. Yes, exactly. It's such a good way to just mm-hmm. keep your pulse on your audience, which I think right. is so important. You mm-hmm. want to be in sync with them. Mm-hmm. And, and just it's just positives kind of and negatives. Yeah. You know, you want, you exactly. want both. Mm-hmm. Yes. You need both. Mm-hmm. Um, and if somebody gives you feedback on like, oh, I ne- I would like, I think you missed this in your course, but mm-hmm. like, oh, all right. A five yeah. minute video recording. Mm-hmm. I can put that in like, mm-hmm. you know, no problem. Right. Like, it's just so good to mm-hmm. listen to your audience at all the mm-hmm. time. Right. I love it. I love it. Well, oh my gosh, we've only got about 10 minutes left. And it's really wow. funny. All of a sudden it's pouring here. And so <laughs> if we get some weird noises, that's okay. what's going on. Um, right. But um. But, but yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about how you know, your journey as an entrepreneur because mm. you know this is this is a very good, but it's very different from from mm-hmm. what you did. And we'll you know at the the end we'll give everybody the chance um, to, to you know, learn more about Allish. Mm-hmm. but you gave up a career where you had trained for not days, not weeks, not months, years. You trained for years to be a dentist. Yeah. And as we said in the intro, you retired at 31, yeah. um, you know, and and I love hearing stories about that because clearly dentistry was your passion. Mm-hmm. But then you said, hey, you know, I want to try something different. So mm-hmm. but what do you tell people who are like, mm-hmm. I've invested so much, I can't change Thunk cost fallacy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sound class fallacy I mean, I was in school So in South Korea, dental school mm-hmm. is six years long Wow So I did six Yeah, mm-hmm. so I was in school for a very long time mm-hmm. My entire 20s mm-hmm. is pretty much gone to yeah, dental Because like just, you said, you had to repeat everything here mm-hmm. Yeah So really, like my entire 20s is just mm-hmm. dental school pretty much mm-hmm. And it's funny because while I was preparing to graduate mm-hmm. Senior year in UCLA mm-hmm. A friend gave me Tim Tim Ferris's four-hour work week. Mm. And I started to listen to that book mm. while I was like going back and forth from the labs. And like, you know, there's a lot of lab work to do as a dental mm-hmm. student. So right. I was listening to the book and I was like, such a paradigm shift for me. Right. And I'm that book specifically mm-hmm. talked about sunk cost fallacy because mm-hmm. if I'm thinking about it, like I accrued a lot of debt. Mm-hmm to go through that dental school. Right. And it's so easy to think that I can't stop this. Right. I am I'm irresponsible. Yeah. yeah, and like then what does my past 10 years what what's becoming of my past 10 yeah. years of my life and all of this but I really thought 5 years from now mm-hmm. would I regret Mm-hmm. what's the worst that could happen? Right. And if I really miss dentistry, I can mm-hmm. always you can come go back. back. Mm-hmm. It's not like I lost mm-hmm. it. It's mm-hmm. always there for me. Mm-hmm. I do not regret taking mm-hmm. the, you know, it was a bit of an adventure. It was a huge mm-hmm. adventure. Mm-hmm. And so many, everybody around me, I don't think I really had a supporter, to be honest. Right. I'm like, sure everybody went, what do you mean? Alyssa, what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You worked so hard to go to back to Mm -hmm. UCLA, Mm -hmm. only to graduate and not practice or only practice a little bit. Like, Mm -hmm. that's not what you signed up Mm -hmm. for. I'm like, you're right. And now I know more. Mm -hmm. And now my ideal life situation that I Mm -hmm. have, my dreams Mm -hmm. have shifted. And I would like to honor that. Mm -hmm. I do not want to wonder Mm -hmm. what it would have been or could have been had Mm -hmm. I tried. Mm -hmm. So I say, if you are somebody like me that invested a lot in education, a lot of time, mm-hmm. a lot of money, and you and have maybe parents that are mm-hmm. like mine, right? Like, Who are like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. I didn't send you to school for that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's mm-hmm. not what we. That was not a contract. Right. Pretty much that. Mm-hmm. Just give yourself the gift of trying, mm-hmm. and maybe if you're really worried, just try part time first. Right. Or mm-hmm. if you're somebody that knows you want to try, but you're just like, "Oh, I'm a dentist. I can't work online." Mm-hmm. No, you. There is always a way. There Even- are courses you can take. Exactly. <laughs> Even a an industry as hands on as dentistry. I figured it out mm-hmm. in terms of how I could make a good living mm-hmm. and not bend my back <laughs> and strain right. my eyes mm-hmm. and I'm that much healthier and happier mm-hmm. for that I believe. Right. You know, and it's also and and it's funny because you know we we have this debate between the baby boomers and the millennials, right? Mm. With the baby boomers, which that's me, um, you know, we, we got a career and we stuck with it and, you know, people don't understand because I, I've jumped around, but I've kept the same general thing. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, and, and then we fuss when the millennial generation mm-hmm. wants to make their own decisions and mm-hmm. we're like, well, how irresponsible. Mm-hmm. And, and anytime somebody says that, I'm like, excuse me, we raised them <laughs> you know? and we raised them to say, I want more control over my life. I want my children to see that I don't have to do this, um, you know, and, and now we're not saying, you know, jump, 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 jump. No. But, you know, it's like after, you know, when you when you think about it, you know, sometimes people prey on it. I mean, all these various things. If it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm being torn or shown a new direction. Mm-hmm. Why not try it? I mean, you know, yeah. almost always it's not irreversible. No. And you just never know what can come from there. Mm -hmm. I think as an entrepreneur, like I never thought that I would be running a SaaS business, software Uh as a service. That was Mm -hmm. not, I was teaching dentists how to Mm -hmm. cut teeth and (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was doing that. But you just, you know, you just follow these breadcrumbs that lead you to your next stage and Mm -hmm. your next stage. And you end up somewhere magical. Mm -hmm. You just don't know before you start. And so if you feel like you're seeing that first trace of breadcrumbs, Mm -hmm. don't ignore it. Mm -hmm. You don't have to give up everything you have. And it could just be a hobby that you do. Who knows? Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. Just start it as a side hustle. And please don't quit your job. Like Mm -hmm. I am so against that. Like that Uh, is actually- We like benefits. We like- (laughs) (laughs) It's actually responsible, especially if you have kids and somebody Mm -hmm. depending on you for your, you know, Mm -hmm. like you have to, Make mm-hmm. sure that everybody in your mm-hmm. care yes. is we're safe. Not, we're not putting everybody on a mac and cheese diet. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. But that does not mean you can't explore that other right. thing. Mm-hmm. I think you should still mm-hmm. give yourself the gift right. of that. And you'll be right. surprised what can come of it because, right. oh, look where I'm at. I right. can't believe it. Right. Yeah. You came up with this company called Owlish. I know. So this is perfect timing now to say, tell us more about Owlish how they find you, and again, what the services are that you provide. Yes. So olish and that's Alish with two Ws. Mm-hmm. So O-W-W-L-I-S-H. Mm-hmm. That's our software. Mm-hmm. And we really are focused on the non-technical creator to help them put amazing-looking mm-hmm. online courses on their websites, regardless of what platform they're on. Mm-hmm. So that's olish And if you want to just come say hi, you can... Come to Aulish.com. We are, for the listeners of this podcast, mm-hmm. putting together a offer where you can get two months free. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So we really want you to come over and just give us a try. It's at Aulish.com forward slash the business power hour. All one word, mm-hmm. no dashes, no underscores, just all one word. Allish.com the business power hour. And I believe, Deb, you're going to link it up yeah. from your show but notes. It's, so nice it's showing in the home. show notes. Mm-hmm. Yes, perfect. Call on over if you're just wondering if whether this is something you should explore or mm-hmm. not, what is the downside? Just mm-hmm. give it a weekend. Mm-hmm. You'll be surprised at how much you can do mm-hmm. in terms of creating a little mini course, mm-hmm. something that only takes somebody an hour to digest. Mm-hmm. Go and just do that right. and see what it can do for your mm-hmm. business. Because right. it can- and then you yeah, well, show it to some friends, show it to some clients ah. and say, what do you think? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't have to be this big old thing where you work on it for months. Mm-hmm. Don't just start simple. And that is really the safer and more sustainable path to building an online course empire if that's what you mm-hmm. want to do. I love it. And and as I say, and I would never have to put shoes on. <laughs> exactly. You get sailed in the middle of the night. You wake up to some notifications. Yeah. Oh, wait, here feeling. we go i love that i love it i love it well Alyssa, this really has been so much fun and i can't wait to talk with you again to find out more about you know what people can do with this platform you know what changes advances are made because as we said stuff changes all the time and i think one of the things that COVID did you know obviously bad stuff but it sped up a lot of this i mean you know we were talking about the fact that you know companies are now having to do things like this for their remote workers and, you know, all of these things. So it'll be so much fun to talk with you again sometime. I would love that anytime. Well, do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave everyone with? Hmm. I think what I was talking about in terms of following your breadcrumbs, but also to be persistent with Mm -hmm. that. Because anything worth doing does take some sweat. And if you stop before you actually see, you know, reach your destination, it, yeah, just stick with it, mm-hmm. but keep it simple and just show up every day and you will travel a lot further than you've imagined, really. I love it. I love it. Well, I am Deb Creer. I've been having such a good discussion with Alyssa Marshall, the co-founder of Alish